0: John and Sam in Japan, the International Comedy Podcast.
1: Welcome to the show. He is John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan.
2: The International Comedy Podcast. Yes. Are you surviving over there in England? Yeah, well, I felt better, to be honest. uh... (laughs) Listen, that
1: was John giving you no respect and just yawning right down in your ear
2: hole. Sorry. Um, I had a brilliant day yesterday. Went to watch my football team win 4-0 and then afterwards... 4-0?
1: Hang on,
2: I'm not letting that that slide. It's for my international (laughs) listeners. (laughs) It's 4-0 or nothing It's 4-0 The other team got nothing And then afterwards We went to a house party Where they had karaoke And You know Living in England Yeah Living in England You don't get to do karaoke Very often And Obviously my karaoke skills Are rubbish But one thing that I did Bring (laughs) to the party Was uh, My knowledge of Songs Like Oh yeah After After spending so long In uh, Japan In karaoke booths, You know When I was hammered I managed to come up with different song selections that got the entire party rocking. That people were like, "Oh yeah, I never thought about that," and getting people singing songs that they didn't realize they knew. Everybody wants to rule the world, tears for fears, had a bit of that. Uh, I mean, okay. So, obvious... what would
1: you say? what What are your What are your top three, like hidden gems of the karaoke world?
2: Oh, Piano Man, Billy Joel, a bit of that. Oh, uh, classic. Especially because it also mentions my name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah isn't the character John in that song quite sad and depressed
2: no he's a comedian <laughs> is he yeah he tells me he likes bespoke so he tells me his jokes I was like yeah
1: but but it, but it also says, but you can tell, like, by his face and his eyes that there's some place he'd rather be.
2: Well, oh, yeah. That doesn't mean you're sad, does it? <laughs> I, thought, I, I think he's probably not happy. I just thought he's a Jack the Lad.
1: I always took it to mean that on the surface he's happy, but actually deep down he wants to be somewhere else, not lighting Billy Joel's cigarettes. I thought he
2: thinks Billy Joel's a knob. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's why I don't particularly like Billy Joel, because of that song. I just assumed that... Uh, the guy just thinks Billy Joel's a bit of a cock, so... Uh...
1: All right. Listeners, get in touch. Uh, is the barman in Piano Man really happy and a comedian, or is he actually secretly lonely and depressed? I like Billy Joel, I <laughs> don't
2: Well, I know you do, because you've got shit music taste.
1: You just said that the Piano Man was one of the best songs to put on to get the party going, so I can't be the only one.
2: Well, there's loads of one-hit wonders, isn't there? I mean, to be fair. But, yeah, the bit of Queen Radio Gaga... Everybody singing oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one yeah. too. Um, well, you went to karaoke this afternoon. What were you singing?
1: I yeah, I did. I, I put on... Well, <laughs> here's something for you. I, well, I put on a, a classic uh, Beatles Octopus's Garden. Yeah. Uh, ex- yeah, that's a cr- crowd pleaser. But we were there. One of our friends, uh, his son was there. He's uh, about 15 years old, maybe. And he was doing some rap songs. Some, some of them with... Give him the credit. He managed to kind of uh, edit the song as he went so that he didn't offend the uh, people in the room. So hats off to him for doing that. Uh, But I said to him, I said, well, back in the 90s, I was a bit of a rap man myself. I (laughs) I bet you said it exactly like
2: that as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was verbatim. Did he say fuck off granddad? (laughs) The look that he gave me did.
1: (laughs) So I put on Regulate by Warren G and showed... And showed the youth how to rap.
2: Right. So... <laughs> I had a friend last night at the party who um, he was hammered and he decided he wanted to put on California by Tupac. Then when the song came on, uh, he just couldn't sing it. I said, well, what did you put it on for? He said, well, I just like the music. I'm like, that's not how karaoke <laughs> works. <laughs> We're not at a concert. Yeah. <laughs> He could sing Shake It Shake It Baby. But he did end up falling asleep uh, quite impressively on the couch with a glass of red wine balanced precariously in his hand.
1: So you were like yesterday was a proper a round of you reliving your
2: youth. Yeah, well it's me yeah, remembering how much I love living in Japan. Goods, karaoke. It's good. So what's on today's show?
1: Today we have um Today we have a spring basket full of goodies. We have The Burning Question, we have some stand-up comedy with Tokyo veteran comedian Jamie Cook, and a lot more. But, of course, first, this.
0: This
2: is J, and S in J News. OK, and now it's time for the news section of the show. Sam, what have you got for me?
1: Well, this is... Uh, I wouldn't call it a comedy story because it's about a bank robber. In movies and TV shows, lots of different bank robbers wear different masks. And I know you're a man who's into a mask himself. So
2: <laughs> That sounds a bit kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fancy dress, I, 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 I do have a penchant for uh, finding horrendous <laughs> masks and wearing them out in public. I don't do it in the bedroom. <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> I mean, my missus probably would like it if I wore a, I don't know, I think Jason Statham mask. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, was that thrown you
1: yeah it did it really did it if you don't have you now got an image of
2: me wearing a jason statham mask having sex Actually,
1: do, you, do you want to know what do you want to know what i thought about saying and then didn't say
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i thought about because you're bald like J- jason statham yeah right? so i was gonna say is that why she always does you from behind (laughs) (laughs) so she so she could just imagine that the bald head is him but then uh, yeah so that's why i didn't say it (laughs) uh if you were to rob a bank what mask would you wear
2: probably one of those um you know those anonymous v for vendetta masks because they're quite commonplace yeah
1: Yeah, they're and also fairly cool looking
2: or if I was gonna be really into it, like get a prosthetic mask of a different race. So wear like a sort of mask where it may maybe look like I was a different ethnicity. Um just right. trying to just try and avoid detection.
1: I feel we're on a slippery slope here. <laughs> well, it it says here um in the independent newspaper uh from the UK a bank robber uh, robbed a bank armed with a meat cleaver. Uh, he pulled his weapon out of a pillowcase before putting the bedding <laughs> over his face in an attempt to conceal his identity. But uh, the robber was forced to remove his makeshift mask because he couldn't see, because he had failed to, to create eye holes.
2: Oh, genius.
1: <laughs> so he's walking around like literally like with a bag on his head. <laughs> but, I mean, this doesn't say much for the security at the bank. I mean, this guy can't see. But it says, despite his botch plan, Davis escaped with almost £2,000 <laughs> before momentarily. Now, what do you think he did? He runs out of the bank. He's stolen money.
2: Does he get hit by a car?
1: <laughs> no, it's much more cute. It says, he, as he was running off, he stopped to pet a dog. <laughs> right. He is now in custody after pleading guilty to a, a charge of assault and robbery. <laughs> During the raid, he told the cashier, do you want to have a guess? What do you think his first line was to the cashier?
2: Give me the fucking money. i he it Scottish? <laughs> I'm giving
1: you. A, uh, yeah, he was, but I'm giving you 100%. His first line was give me the money. <laughs> his, his second line did have a fucking in it. Do you want to have a right. guess at the, at the second line?
2: I'm not fucking about...
1: <laughs> oh okay I, I can't give you full points but you're very close the full quote was give me the money i am fucking warning you <laughs> you done well there um it says the robber was handed 300 pounds but he demanded more and pointed towards mm, i won't say that because it's <laughs> a bit grim davis was handed 300 pounds but no, he demanded what... more he pointed pointed what <laughs> He pointed. He pointed towards a customer, saying, "I don't want to fucking hurt her."
2: <laughs> um, why would you censor that? It's an integral part of an armed robbery story.
1: Yeah, I know. I just thought it was getting a bit dark. <laughs> this literally it's is called robbery. comedy podcast, and I'm trying to I'm trying to fill it the comedic highlights out of it and leave the uh, grizzly pieces in the bank. The
2: guy with a fucking Pillowcase on his head waving a meat cleaver.
1: Oh right. He says it says, after banging on the glass repeatedly with the cleaver, he grabbed £1,980 and left. But a man going into the bank decided to tail the robber as he escaped, following him into the street where he stayed because he had stopped to pet a
2: dog. Ah, oh, what a Muppet.
1: The poli- police later found cash a stun gun, and a pillowcase in the robber's house.
2: Right, so he didn't take his stun gun to the burglary, to the robbery?
1: No. Um, obviously, I don't know what he'd done with a meat cleaver. Maybe that was in the dishwasher.
2: Yeah, he could have stunned the drivers outside and got more money. He's not really thought this through, has he? It's like <laughs> it's like he wasn't thinking clearly at the time of the robbery. He's probably smashed off his face iron brew, and Iron Bruce, smacking deep-fried <laughs> Mars bars to all our Scottish <laughs> <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> uh, just. Just to let all the Scots out there know, that was uh, John that said that. So if you want a retribution, <laughs> this incident was solved fairly easily by the police. I just assume that they that for them that this is one of the easiest pillowcases ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely putting the dumb in dumb thermalin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was J and S in J News.
2: Okay, and now it's time for some stand-up comedy. This episode we're featuring Jamie Cook, one of the original founders of Stand-Up Tokyo. And this is a segment taken from his 30-minute special. I think you're going to enjoy this.
3: Uh, All of you take the train, I'm sure. Have you ever had someone fall asleep on your shoulder on the train? Yes. Yeah, it sucks, right? I've been here a long time. I hate it. It sucks. And when when it happens to me... I think if you've been here a long time, it's a good idea to have like a code. You know, for me, rule number one, it's never a guy. Dude, get, to, get the fuck off me, USA, don't touch, I'll shoot you in the fucking head. Just stay away. It, on it, here's a breath mint, by the way. Okay, just stay, just stay over there. Please, don't touch, more space, less man Uh If it's a girl, it's, it's a more difficult case. Usually it's a Japanese girl, most of them have long black hair. So the girl will fall asleep on my shoulder, and I'm like, ah shit, do I, do I, what do I do here? I have to do the, what I call the bump test. We're gonna wait for the train to hit a bump. They're waiting, waiting, waiting. The train's a bump, her face pops up. Is she cute? No. Nope. Um, you're, 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 um, but, don't think of me as some bastard, guys, jeez. Bastard. You called, just called me a bastard. This is one of my friends, by the way, that I brought with me. I'm getting heckled and called a bastard. Um, you, I'm about as popular as a rug burner. Um, so, however, hear me out. If it's a Japanese girl and the bump test comes up and she's cute, it's a different story, guys. I mean, I like to think of myself as kind of like a guardian angel um, <laughs> that will see her through to her final destination. Because there's a lot of creepy guys out there, let's face it. There's a lot of fucking weirdos, sick people, right? Just weird, creepy, gross people, and you know, I'm kind of there to help you out. I got your back. <laughs> People are like, well, what if she's going up to, like, northern Saitama? And I'm like, well, it's cool. They got trains that come back. I mean, that's, that's kind of the worst thing in the world, if you think about it. And uh, so this one girl did that. She uh, she she passed out. She passed the test, and I let her go. And then, like, 40-minute train ride. So she like, jeez. And then she gets up, and uh, she gets off the train. And uh, so after I followed her, um, I think, like, you had the most disgusted look on your face right now it's just like oh this guy followed a girl off the train Kimoy Um Anyway, after I, after I, I'm so glad you guys sat up front. Uh, after, after, wow. All right. Uh, so after I followed her, um, I think, I'm sorry, I was starting to think when she was maybe in a hurry to get to work or something or go home, she started kind of jogging, you know, and, uh, she had these heels on and she was still running and I was like, hey, oh, she's moving. So then she's coming around and saw me and I kept going and I was like, yeah, oh, wait up, you know, and her shoe, fe- her shoe fell off. And I was like, oh sweet, this is like a fairy tale. Um, <laughs> like, this is like Cinderella. I'm gonna I'm going in my in my brain I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up and be like on one knee and be like, is this yours? <laughs> my name's Justin Timberlake, I'm an architect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but instead actually what happened is she took the other shoe off, threw it in the street, and got away. <laughs> So here in Shimokita, they've got the Inokashita line. You guys have probably taken that before, right? You've all been on that, sure. And I was on that one day, and I saw some messed up stuff, man. I I was standing there, and there's this salary man, and he was not doing anything wrong. Like, he was holding the strap and just standing there, and he wasn't doing anything wrong for once, Uh, which was nice to see. Uh, It wasn't him that was the problem. It was the girl in front of him. Who had this big portfolio and she wasn't really being careful with it. So she was like swinging the bag back and forth in front of this guy. And the guy was just standing there and she's in front of him like this. It's very clear to me and everyone on the train this bag is hitting him in the balls. <laughs> but he's a Japanese guy, so he cannot react at all. <laughs> so she's swinging it and he's like. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> and we get to Shibuya Station, and that last little knock to his nads, I think he kind of lost his mind. He, like, karate kicks the bag out of her hand. There's, like, pencils and papers flying everywhere. The girl is crying. The guy runs away. The cops come, and I'm watching it like, holy shit. I've been in Japan, like, 12 years. That's the first time I've seen a Japanese person use karate. <laughs>
1: Jamie Cook there, great stuff. Always very, very funny. If you want to see his full special, uh, it's all on YouTube. So just go to YouTube and in the search bar, type in Jamie Cook Comedy. It comes up right at the top. What you should definitely not do is just type in Jamie Cook, because if you do that, you get lots and lots of videos of Jamie Oliver cooking, which, (laughs) while they're very interesting, are probably not what you'll be looking for. So just one more time for that, Jamie Cook Comedy on YouTube. Check it out. John
0: and Sam in Japan One is funny, one is funny looking John and Sam in Japan, one of them is funny, one is funny looking,
1: which is which, you decide.
2: Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two brits talking shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crampet, please. With there's something else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was, what's the worst hairstyle or worst haircut mistake you've ever had? Um, so, Sam, has anybody been in touch? Uh,
1: yeah, we had some responses on Facebook. Stacy said, definitely a mullet. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, mullets are bad. But she says, but I take solace that I didn't have the top part of my mullet permed like some of my mates. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, a mullet with a perm top is definitely a worse kind of mullet.
2: Was it business at the front, party at the back?
1: Exactly, yes. She must have been all about that.
2: If you've got a permed front, that's got to be party at the front and party at the back, I guess.
1: Yeah, it'd be like a house party in Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. She, she adds, in my defence, it was the 80s. So
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, well, Footlong Pony Podcast got on touch on Twitter. They also said I had a mullet in my freshman year of high school. So yeah. I think, yeah, mullets seem to be... I never really... Why why do people think mullets is such a bad hairstyle? In fact, actually, I forgot about that, didn't I? I once did um, hosted a show and for some I can't remember the reason why but I had a game at halftime where I had 10 different mullets uh, names of different mullet styles and the audience had to guess whether its real or fake
1: well I I think we should play that we can play it next time if you dig it out and get it ready for next time we'll do a we'll do a, m- a mullet off in the next episode <laughs> right
2: okay um Kim also got on touch on Twitter we we'll probably have to edit a bit of this cuz but Kim also got a touch on Twitter, and she just laughed and said, "Lol, all of them, probably all of them." <laughs> uh, but from her profile picture, I'm assuming this is Kim. She seems to have a nice haircut. Oh, Kim, don't do yourself bad. Don't do yourself down. Yeah, don't, dis- don't do yourself dis- just disservice. You've got nice hair, and this is coming from a man with no hair. So uh... <laughs>
1: we had uh, we also on Facebook. We had a reply from uh, Max, who says, "And this is sort of like." It's like an anti-mullet in some ways. He says... uh, (laughs)
2: Anti-mullet?
1: Yeah, well, let me explain. This is not his hairstyle, but he says, lots of junior high school kids in Japan, especially in the baseball clubs, do the bangs buzz, where they buzz off all of their hair except the bangs which hang over their forehead. Right. he adds, "It's worse than a
2: mullet." Right, sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, uh, the baseball team often <laughs> do. They'll do a full-on shaved head, or yeah, this uh, what he calls a bangs buzz, which I think is an amazing <laughs> name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about for you? Well,
1: when I uh, this is probably isn't my worst haircut, but an honourable mention should go to the fact that I had an undercut in the nineties, which was all the rage back then. So if you didn't have one, you weren't cool. But my worst one was probably indicated to me when I was in Japan. When I I came over, I had fairly short hair, then I didn't get my hair cut for a long time. And when my hair goes out, it gets kind of curly and it's blonde, and it got really quite big. And then one day I was standing outside work, and a kid came up to me, and I was just standing with my friend. And the kid came up to me, just looked at me, pointed at me, and then said to me in Japanese, Oi, you, you're Mr. Ice Cream Head. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought at that point... Yeah, it's probably time for me to go and get a
2: haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about for you? Well, loads. There's somebody who's got no hair now. You know, I, I miss being able to have uh, hair. When I was in uh, high school, my hair kind of grows out and it's quite wavy. So I used to look a bit like the footballer Steve McManaman. Oh, ah, yeah. Or Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And um, I accidentally told some students that, that I used to look like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Because they young they have no idea who shaggy is and so instead they started they thought that i said shagger so they started <laughs> calling me shaggy McBride, which is something i've never been called in my life before And um, a
1: name you don't want to pick up when you're in the teaching profession
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that but also i uh i remember in japan i don't know why i did it when i was first there maybe probably because david beckham might have done it and but when I was 24, 25, I think, I um, shaved my head and I had a mohawk. I thought it was quite cool until one of the older students, um, um, some old lady said to me, oh, you look like that Cupid off mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> Which is, for those of you who don't know, it's a baby with a little twist of hair on the top of his head. Very cute.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, after that, I got rid of that. So,
1: so I think what, what we're left with in the balance is, on one hand... You're a cute baby with a tuft of hair. And on the other hand, you are the notorious Shagger McBride. (laughs) So that's all for today's show. That just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved, especially thanks to Jamie Cook for supplying the stand-up comedy. Like I said before, if you want to see his full special, go to YouTube and type in Jamie Cook Comedy. Don't type in Jamie Cook unless you want to see a man who's very lavish with olive oil. Also, thanks to Matt Perkins, Ruben VM, Uh, but most of all, thanks to you, the listener.
2: All right, and I think next episode's burning question is what is your biggest little regret so what is like one small thing that you wish you could have changed in your life that would have made your life infinitely better not a major thing but just like a small thing that you wish you could have done or should have done that would have changed your life well for example like i should have not drank so much that time i got arrested drink driving (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: I reckon that's uh, veering towards the uh, biggest thing. Just a small thing, that would
2: have, uh, small thing that would have just made my life infinitely better. What's, yeah, what's your biggest small regret?
1: I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's answers.
2: <laughs> all right, anything
1: else? No, I think that's all. All right, catch, catch you later.
0: It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, Write a review
2: Five stars or F you
0: And if you want to get in touch We'd like that very much Send a tape of your comedy Not a tape, just an mp3 Send us some comedy Or a song that is funny Send us your favourite bit
2: But we don't want your dick pics
0: It is time to go, that's the end of the show, tell your friends and your family,
2: or even the people you're married,
0: you should join in, answer the burning question. send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And
2: if you do this, then maybe, just
1: maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on.
0: John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.